Hi guys, welcome to Perico's Podcast, a podcast where we have some of the best conversations, homie conversations. I'm your host, Jesse, and today we got... I'm Alex. I'm Saul. I'm Azul. So, unless you guys have been keeping up with me on Instagram, you would know that I actually already recorded the first episode to this podcast, but it was deleted. But hey, it's all okay though, because we got an even bigger and better first episode to send this podcast off. I got here... Some of the coolest people I know. Growing up with them my whole life. Got my cousin Saul, my cousin Alex, my cousin PBO Blueberry. But yeah, so all right, let's get right into the podcast right away. So just uh, before we started the show, we are actually talking about relationships. Now we don't gotta say who. We don't gotta say nothing. But like, do you think? That breaking up once means like the end of a relationship. I think first we should start with Alex and then Sewell because I'm assuming Sewell has some different um, views on it. So let's let's hear. It. I personally don't think breaking up has to be the end of a relationship. Depends on the type of relationship as well. Obviously, if it's like a love relationship and you end on a bad note, then. It's hard for it to continue, but if it's like a friendship or like a family member that moved away, but you see them after, mm -hmm. I feel like it's easy building up that relationship once again, but it's depending on the relationship and how close you were before it broke. So I think, Speak that, up. I think that it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the end because like, let's say maybe you break up because you need time for like yourself. Or like to think about things and all in your personal life and like you just want to have a clear mind to, to voyage through your own life and then maybe once you find like yourself you can go back into you know loving other people after you know how to love yourself so what I'm hearing is that I mean I don't want to put your business out there but one of the reasons why is because you you found it like hard to love yourself so it was hard for you to love others pretty much Pretty much yeah that's very understandable that's uh one thing that i learned like if you're not okay with yourself in the way that you are it's very hard for i mean i'm not saying no one can accept you but like you know they i mean like you don't want to bring up that to someone you know like yeah. that you hate yourself or something like that you know right. that can be definitely tough uh well um my view on it is when you break up like you said like on a bad note let's say a relationship right because that's right. what i was referring to it's over man like I understand that, like, sometimes it's because, okay, let's say you break up because, like, someone said something mean to you, right? And you're going to break up. That's dumb, right? But, yeah. like, if you think about it, yeah, like, that reason might be dumb. You could be like, oh, you could break around and be like, that was something dumb. We Like, we didn't really have to break up. But it's like, but you already chose to break up over that. So, like, if that just shows the the, uh, the amount of, like, your, your the amount that you're willing to take, you know? Yeah. And, of course, everyone's different. Like, sometimes you'll literally see someone with someone, and they'll cheat on them. They'll break them. They'll end up back together. Ask no questions, but, like, I guess some people just have very different views. Some people yeah. are able to, like, accept that or move on past that. I mean, I don't know how they do that, you know? But, like, honestly, I think, like, well, because, well, I guess the reason why I say, like, breaking up, there's, like, I don't really see, like, you should get back together. Because usually... The way that I view it is that you should only break up when it's, like, pretty, like, messed up things, you know? 
whether that's like cheating but i also like learned that you don't have to break up just because of that like sometimes continuous uh maltreatment or disappreciation it's just like you know also reason to break up you know some people are willing to like pull through it but then sometimes you gotta ask yourself like is it really worth yeah. trying again or to keep going you know that's a that's i think that's the main question be like um about like getting back with someone it's like are you willing to like work with them and it, i mean it's, and it's also okay to like say like no you know like i don't yeah. think that they're worth uh working with you know but yeah and uh so talking about um Love lives, I guess. I don't know. Pink vibe. Everything is pink right now, right, as well. Um, so, what do you think is one of the reasons? Like, do you think do you think it's hard to find a like a, a partner right now? Like, a, like, I mean, of course, you can go and find a girl in, like one day or a guy, or whatever, right? But like, is it hard right now to find like like a good person? And if so, why? Anyone wants to talk? I think now more than ever it is, just because the values that people are imposing on themselves and society as well, imposing values on people these days, on a partner these days, they're a lot different. What they want to get out of it versus what you want to get out of it. I mean, it's hard to find someone that's in the same mindset as you and agree. even at like our age has goals and are set to follow those goals and are pushing you to get those goals too it's hard to find that very um, hard yeah very hard to find a girl like that impossible. Yep, genuine. Yeah. that's willing to put in the work as much as you are and get the reciprocation back and forth from it so that you're getting out of it as much as you're giving and you're both comfortable in that do you have anything to say no comment no comment. No, but do you guys like feel like? Do you guys feel that guys now, like they, I think most of the population of guys still ask girls out like in person or like over text. Well, because I've seen the, like, the funny thing is like a lot of guys I don't think are even asking out girls. Yeah. That's that's when I like. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I've never been like that type of dude, but like it's just like sometimes people just end up meeting someone and they think like spending a lot of time with them in a way just like they don't have to ask at some point you know like they just know or something and i mean it kind of is like that but like i don't know that's that's a that's a hard question about like asking out girls i feel like also there's a the other side of it where like people are not even asking them in person they're like they're about to send them like a dm on instagram like yeah. Hey shorty, you're looking looking kind of looking kind of cute today. Like I saw your post, like sending out like the the hard eyes or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, are you people even dating that much anymore? I mean, obviously we don't have the statistics, right? I mean, who does? Yeah. But like from what you've seen, are a lot of people even dating? I feel like there's a lot of just things and friends. People are either single and just mess with people, and they just have a bunch of friends, or like. Or weird relationships. So like, why do you why do you ask that about the the asking out? Because I, I don't know, like I haven't. You haven't been on the market for a while. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, but it's a. I mean, I mean, just I mean, just try to remember how it was like when you were. You know, yeah. like how was it? In person, like. 
I feel like if you do it like over text, it's like meaningless because like you're not getting your emotions, you know, your words. You're just sending a text message. And for all you know, the other the girl that you're sending a text message to is like sitting on her bed eating like Cheerios or something. Just so unexcited to that you asked her out and she replies with like, yay, with like five Y's and like exclamation marks. My question like is, that. have you ever done that? No. Okay, okay. Yeah, because you were giving a lot of details. So. No, I was just like picturing it. <laughs> I think the lines of what is what, like what is a thing and what is a friendship and what is dating have been blurred a little. Like I've seen and personally relationships have built up to what should be a dating point or what should be like a thing point. But it's still considered a friendship just because those lines are so blurred. Like before people would... The dating stage would be when you were getting to know someone, like, far before. But now, those lines of what is what are very blurred. That's right. So it's depending on, like, the two people in that relationship and what they consider. But on the outside, it might look very different than the two people that are in the actual relationship. You you brought up a really good point. The, the yeah. fact that, you know what, dating used to really be like that. Like, you would get to know someone as you're dating yeah and then it'd be going out yeah it's it's weird though because i mean like i mean i'm not saying that when you're dating someone you're supposed to figure them out like you're supposed to like know them completely you know like i mean it's a process like every day you learn something new but it's like you're right like you would literally see like someone be like okay they're kind of cute you ask them out say yeah and then you yeah. kind of start talking a little more but now it's more like people get to know each other very well yep and then sometimes they'll ask each other out, or they'll just, I don't know, just be real close to each other, I guess. Wow. Oh, we just made this the relationship podcast. <laughs> 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 or just some concern. Uh, so I guess uh, we got a little uh, younger um, person on the, the show today. And I mean, I'm not, I don't know what, like what you're doing or anything like that, but like, is there a lot of like dating going on in your age or like what's going on? Speak up. Everybody's trying to find something for someone, but So, that, like, thing about, like, trying to find someone or something, I mean, it's valid, you know? You want to find someone who, like, yeah. you actually like. You act not like, you actually love, you know? Right. Because you can like a, like a ton of people, you know? Like, pause. Like, I like you, you know? Like, pause. But, um, I feel like some people just have these expectations of people where it's so wild like no one can meet them like you know they want them to like either like look this certain way like these certain things and do these certain things and i'm not saying you can't find someone like that but like it's good it gets to like a point where like it's not like you're really compromising but like you have to be willing to like look past like people like you gotta understand like you know like not everyone is perfect you know yeah that's that's one of like the no like the huge things like are you really gonna be nitpicking every single yeah. thing like oh this person does this weird this person I don't know like likes this thing that's weird like you know you like are you really gonna be that nitpicky I mean I'm not gonna be the type and be like you know you have to settle for someone blah 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 I mean like no I mean obviously people like certain things and some people would like their partner to look a certain way but like like do you think that like people are becoming extremely picky with what they want guys and girls guys and girls 
I think both ways, yeah. It's a lot harder to be what is looked for out there. You know, like, I, especially now, they're picky with, like, how you act, how you look, and everything all together, where there's no, like, middle line in that. Like, they want what they want, and that's what they look for. But I feel like there has to be a little compromise in relationships for it to work out, because nothing's ever going to go one way without the other person getting upset or, like, not being okay with that decision and, like, speaking up for that is also good. So, like, the compromise and finding that good medium of what that is. I, I agree with those points. That <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, um, actually, well, something that popped into my mind randomly is, uh, do you think some people are too afraid to, like, speak up for themselves and kind of, like, kind of, like, let's say someone does something, right, in a relationship, do you ever feel like, because I've seen some people are, like, too scared to tell their partner or something, even if it's true. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, just to give you, a, like, a basic rundown, right? Like, you ever see some behavior that you know is strange or very... Not strange, but, like, it wasn't strange. It was more, like, crazy, right? Yeah. And, I mean, do you ever feel like some people are just, like... They're too, I guess, not... It's not sensitive. It's, like, not willing to, like, face... That's the thing. Not willing to, like... To see. To see, like, what they're doing is wrong. Like, too proud to, like, admit that they're wrong. You know? Too... To, like... I feel like that's, like, a problem that you had. Um, where, like, you couldn't say anything without them being like, Oh, nah, I don't want to talk about... You're being too mean or something like that when you're just being honest. Yeah. You think people are, like, too... It's not even sensitive. Like, what would you even call that? I think a lot of it is being so comfortable in where you're at that getting outside of that scares you. Like, if you're, obviously there's every relationship is gonna have problems and everything, but if you're in a relationship and you see all these things, but you don't actually notice, like you notice them, but you don't actually see it for what it is, and you're scared to cause the disbalance of what that relationship is, because you're so comfortable in what it is and you're like, okay, I'm just not going to say it because I don't want to cause anything. But you clearly see all these things. You just dismiss them because you're so comfortable and scared of getting out of what that is. And you're kind of blind to what the other person is doing or what you're doing yourself to cause that other person to do. That you're not willing to work it out just because you want to stay where you are, you know? I think that was the word I was looking for. People are too scared. I'm not here to, like, preach about it, but I'm... What the heck? But I'm just saying, like... Like, I feel that's the word. I think people are very scared of confrontation. Yeah. Is the, the word I was looking for. I mean, I mean, like, no one likes confrontation, no. you know? But it's something, like, sometimes you gotta, like... You're, like, suck it up. Admit that you're wrong. Um, yeah. I mean... Sometimes just being like, I think self-awareness is like a, a big thing where like, it's hard. Like, I mean, to like admit that you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like it's, sometimes it's the worst thing because it's like in the moment, maybe you won't realize it, but then we realize after it's hard, it's so hard maybe some to say sorry after, you know, yeah. 
saying sorry, admitting when you're wrong. I feel like those are some of the biggest things people struggle yeah. with. And, I mean, I wonder why, though. Like, why do you think people, do you have, like, any idea why people's, like, egos or prides have been built up? Or why they get built up? It's a big question. Million dollar question, question, man. Who knows? But, because, like, I mean, whether, I mean, parents or whoever, it's very yeah. hard for a lot of people to say sorry. I mean, even for myself, sometimes it's hard to say sorry, you know? But, like, you know, like, I think it, I think it just takes practice. At least that's how I became better at uh, saying like, I, like being self-aware is by, like, reflecting, but then, like, not not being, like, ah, whatever. Like, eh, it's nothing, right? Like, that, that's one of the hardest things to do, though. Because, like, I mean, I'll give you an example, right? So, um, my girlfriend right now, right? One time, the only, though, like, the one and only time that we've, like, I've genuinely been annoyed with her or, like, mad at her. Um, it was over something, like, really, like, dumb, right? Where, like, I closed the door, and she thought I was mad at her. And she's like, don't act like you didn't slam the door like that, right? And I was so confused. And her sister was like, why is she tripping, right? And then, um, but basically the point was, she was just, like, spazzing on me. Mm -hmm. And I just finally, I just finished telling Soul, like, a couple days before about how he needs to... He needs to speak up and he needs to say what it is. And I was like, man, I got to live up to what I said. So I'm like, you're acting crazy. Like literally what I said. And I mean, it's like a, like, it's kind of scary to say to something like that. In his boots. <laughs> it's something scary, right? Yeah. But then like, what surprised me about her and what really appreciate is that, you know, I thought she was going to be like, she's going to freak out on me even more, but she actually shut up. And she stood there, and she kind of she looked like she was reflecting, yeah. and she apologized, and she hugged me. That was one of the reasons that began. I was like, man, like she's different, you know. Mm -hmm. And and like you know, like that's one of the things like I admire about her that she was able to like self reflect on the spot, not being like, oh, I need some time away from you mm -hmm. to think. She was able to do it on the spot and admit right away that she was wrong, and just apologize. I feel like that's something really hard for people to do, you know. Yeah, and it's really hard to find anything like that now. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But, <laughs> oh, I'm lucky, thank the Lord. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to, like, talk over everyone, but I'm just saying, like, why do you think it's so hard for people to say so? Why, what, let, instead of saying people, why is it hard for you to say sorry? Why is it hard for me to say sorry? I mean, a lot of times you're built up by the people around you to think that what you want is all you can have and what you say is right um and i feel like that's what gets in the way of saying sorry or even like what you said she came at you for or like started freaking out because you did that and then you, it could have gone both ways. It could have done what you did, or you could have gotten lost in your feelings as well and gone th th back at her, you know? And I feel like it's sometimes it's easy to lose yourself in your feelings before taking a step back and you realizing it. And at that point, it's harder to say sorry because you knew that you messed up, but she also did it too, you know? And that's sometimes where that line is hard to say sorry 
because you want to blame it all on her. Because people, humans naturally don't want blame on you, you know? You don't want attention on you or whatever. So you want to put it all on the other person or blame it all on the other person. But sometimes it takes you being the bigger person or you being okay with what you did and being saying sorry and be willing to fix and work through whatever the situation was, either way it went, you know? I do know. Yeah. How about you? So why do you think it's so hard for you to say sorry? You ever have like a, like a moment where you think you're so right, but then later the other person brings up some points and you're like, damn, I'm wrong. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you don't just, you just don't want to admit defeat, you know? But sometimes you just have to, you know, take a knee, and, you know, just yeah. accept that you Pause. lost. Take a what? Take a knee. That's what I said. Pause. Yeah. Oh yeah, keep going. But like, yeah, I feel like just in general, you just don't want to be wrong because then mm -hmm. either you look dumb or you just look dumb. Yeah. So you're so the reason why you struggle with saying sorry is because you don't like looking dumb. No, because you ever like you ever like argue with somebody. And you think you're right, but then they're like, nah, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, ah, oh, damn, <laughs> really got me there. The checkmate. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Like, for an example, let's say you're arguing with a, like, some guy at a restaurant, right? He gave you a sandwich. Like, you he did no, this? No, no, okay, no. Okay, <laughs> okay. This is like an example. He's like, you, you didn't want any, like, What's it called? You didn't want any mayonnaise on your sandwich, right? He, and you're like, oh, what is this? White stuff on my sandwich. Pause. And it's like on the bun, right? Yeah. And you're like, I told you no mayonnaise. This is mayonnaise. I didn't want any on my sandwich. He's like, it's not mayonnaise. It's it's some sort of like sauce. Right? Yeah. And you're like, and you're like, and you're like, oh, oh. damn, you're yeah. right. So it's kind of like. You jump the gun, basically, basically, like on like a, you assume something before like you actually confirm it. Yeah. Those are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but you're just like, Dang. When you realize you're wrong. And yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, wow. Um, but yeah, I mean, is it something that you like, you, you like generally want to like get better at being a little more self-aware? Yeah. I feel like self being self-aware is like kind of like a superpower. Like when you know yeah. yourself really, you know, like what you're doing wrong. It's very easy to like correct yourself on the spot, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get to that point, but I mean, I think it's like a daily practice. Yeah, right? you gotta try little by little. I mean, yeah. not one day you're just gonna become Gandhi, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna know everything about everything. Right. Yeah, peace. But yeah, it's definitely yeah. Um, it's a process. It's a process. So um, talking about process. So I know uh, I think I've been hearing that you've been hitting the gym lately. So, tell me about, like, the process, because clearly, we're not, we're not near the same weight, not, like, to keep it non-offensive, but, like, what is, like, the, the process of, like, see, like, okay, I don't know what your goal, like, like give me a goal that you, like, like, a weight goal, maybe. 170. 170, okay, 170, okay. So, how does it feel to, like, I'm assuming you guys are not, like, 
it's not like you guys are like 10 pounds away from 170 right Mm -hmm. it's like more than that yeah so it's like how does it feel to like look at that and kind of see like the finish line but like but it's like crazy far from like where you are or maybe it's not crazy far but like how does it feel like to see that you're gonna have to go through this process like yeah i mean it's like anything you have to work for what you want i mean um it clearly can look very far away but if you're willing to put in that work and being okay with you knowing that it's a process and it's not going to be one day to another you know like um with me specifically i started because my family has like health issues and it's like on both sides and it's generational and i have big dreams of doing what i want to do you know and if those things are going to come in the way of me being who I want to be then why not work to change them now but it's hard to know that it's like so far but if you're hungry enough to get there and you know that it's going to make a big impact and that what you're putting into it you're going to get a lot more out of it it I feel like it's worth it and it makes that finish line seem closer although you know it's not but if you're going to it and you know you would gonna get there and you're willing to do what it takes to get there then why not you know and do it now that it's easier than later when it's a lot harder that's very true i think it's way harder to lose weight when you're older you know yeah and just i mean you can probably agree that it's all habits you build up and it's hard to break those habits but you have to do it little by little i mean you know <laughs> yeah like one thing that you would, t- you would tell me and i was just like you know what that's kind of facts but then like on self-reflecting on it like right now like you used to talk about habits right you used to complain about like oh my sister eats so much more than me yeah it's too much so much skinnier but like did she really eat did she really or did you have these habits where you'd snack a lot or do little things i like mean that? or what was it what do you think is what is what was or what is keeping you from being the way that you want to be? What is keeping me? I feel like it's a lot more in your head, you know? Like, I feel like with me, it's constant battles in my head of, like, what is and what's not, you know? So, like, let's say I feel really bad someday or like I think I have a lot of homework and I don't have time to do what I want to do but you can find the time you know you can do what you want to do and it's hard finding like I don't know where I was going but it's time (laughs) well not time but like also battling with what where your priorities lie and what is important to you and what you want so like being like I can do this instead of wasting my time watching a TV show or the episode that just came out in a hypothetical situation, you know, um, and like not this knowing episode. and being aware of where your priorities are at. Like, like is it worth um, skipping my workout to do this? Yeah, kind of like that. Right. What do you, What do you think is like? What's keeping you from being where you want to be? Me personally, a huge wake up call is um, so my dream is to be. Like, you know, I'm a, a Marine, right? And I went in to the office, and the, they were like, you know, they took my weight, I took a test, and apparently for my age, I have to be 25 pounds lighter. So, you know, in order to reach where I want to be, I have to lose 25 pounds. 
which is it's a lot for like you know it's not obviously it's not over a day or two and one thing personally that's keeping me from getting there is oh i i'm gonna be honest i like i like munching on things you know mm-hmm. pause uh but i figured out that having like a piece of gum in my mouth or like something that's like chewy from keeping me like you know from snacking a lot or like filling up on water yeah and like Personally, I don't eat, like, breakfast every day because I just don't have time for breakfast. But, like, maybe having, like, a small lunch, you know, and making, like, good food choices. But, you know, sometimes it's, it's hard to have good food choices because you see something, like, damn, that looks good. Yeah. And you're just, like... And it is hard because, obviously, everybody's different. And yep. my sister's metabolism is a lot faster than mine is and i can see her eating even if it's not big quantities whatever she wants and not gain a pound and being self-aware that my body doesn't work like that you know i can't do the same thing and yeah it's harder but if you're willing to do it then you should be okay with that and know that not everyone's the same on the outside as they are on the inside and everyone's body works differently put in the work yeah, and putting, putting in the, the work for that. Yeah, putting the hours and take. What's hours? <laughs> yeah. Um, so talking about time, you said you don't have time to make breakfast. Do you really not have time? What makes you What makes you say you don't have time to eat breakfast in the morning? That's not even that I don't have time. I just don't like when I wake up. I just I don't even think about breakfast. You know, it's not. You don't feel hungry. No. You know that's a. I mean, some people just don't get hungry in the morning. Personally, I but I usually try to eat something. A in breakfast the is what kickstarts your yeah. That's your what I'm saying. Burning, man, you know, process your metabolism. Yeah, that's so why it's good to at least get something in your stomach, even if it's just like a protein Veggie bar. Veggie like <laughs> I'd be munching on this in the morning because unless Tuesdays and Thursday I'm able to make myself like a full gourmet breakfast. Yeah. But every other day, nah, man, I'm eating those veggie straws because I gotta drive a little ways. But um. Yeah, time, time, time. So, dreams. Obviously, we got a very diverse set of dreams in this room. I mean, we have uh, uh, the future of our country right here defending us from from you from Russians. Yeah. We got a uh, future. I don't even know how to put it. No, it's not doctor. What would you say Surgeon. you'd be? But. You're not just a surgeon. You want to be a monumental, well, yeah, I wanna, monumental figure in the medical I wanna industry. Make an impact in what the world is. And monumental, how, right here. Like he's changing the <laughs> pendulum the way it swings. Yeah. And then we got what? A lawyer. A lawyer. Oh my goodness! I didn't know this at all. <laughs> so, so diverse set of dreams, and yeah. obviously we're all Mexican. <laughs> Whether we may look like it or not, we are full Mexican, 100% straight out of Michoacán y Morelos. Michoacán and Guanajuato. Is it the same Morelos? Morelos and what? Just Morelos? Yeah. And we got Ew, I forgot. Morelos. See, like, <laughs> like, so talking about dreams, right? Obviously, there's a, a lot of, um, I guess our people in this country and you know a lot of us are first generation yeah and it's kind of that's what i was kind of crazy yeah 
we all have d- different <clears throat> dreams, and but we also see. I mean, at least I don't know if you've seen. I mean, you probably, you have to see them, right? But do you do you ever see like how does it feel to see some of our own people, whether like that's kids our age, kind of like throwing away their life that their like parents try to give them, you know? Whether you see like Edgar rocking like the bull, the yeah. skinny BB Simmons belt, black Air Forces, sells, you know, weed on the side, like, you know, and yeah. just kind of like stuff like that or like those people who are like, you know, they're just, I mean, it's not, I'm not like trying to talk them down, but like people who, you know, their parents brought them here and like yeah. all they want to do is like lollygag basically their lives like like how does that make you does that make how does that make you feel about like your own life i think it make you value it more um make you want to work harder like i don't know yeah i think it's obviously sad to see that going on you know like throwing not only your life away but also your parents dreams of what your life should have been because obviously they don't come here for nothing Mm -hmm. they come here because they want to have like a bigger purpose and they want to give you a better life and you're throwing all that away along with your parents' dreams. I mean, but it's also hard to, like you said, we're first generation. And it's hard to carve those paths that we don't have uh, an example for. Like, no one in our family has graduated college successfully with a degree. And it's hard carving those paths out. But you know that you're doing it, and it's going to be easier for your siblings behind you, your cousins behind you. Because they are going to have an example to follow. So it's not only looking at what your parents have done, but also what you're going to do for the ones behind you, the ones coming after you, you know? Um, And it's sad, but like I said, it's hard to carve out those paths because you're the first. So people take the easy way out, take the easy money maker, you know? Although they don't realize or they don't want to see the repercussions it's going to have later on, you know? But it's just where your values lie as well as where your, your, how do I say it? Your morals and trusting that your parents have raised you to be anything you can be. Especially looking at, they don't have a degree, but they've done so much. Mm-hmm. What's stopping me, you know, being an American? And That's what I'm having, saying. Being Mexican and American, I think it's beautiful being in two different cultures and fully immersed in both. Um, but seeing the levels your parents have reached, what's stopping you from getting higher, you know? I feel like, you know, I feel for both of us, uh, personally, like, we started working in construction, like, early to see how money is made, that it's yeah. not like, you know... <laughs> Para que aprendan cómo se, cómo es, cómo se ganan los dólares, ¿sí? yeah, ¿no? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you think it's, like, so easy to get money, but once you're... Once you see it. Once you're out there in the cold and the mud, boots yeah. get heavy, everything's just cold, you can barely feel your fingers, you really start to realize, you know? It's not Damn. easy, man. Yeah. You don't really want to be doing this for the rest of your life. Uh-uh. Personally, I have, I have lingering back issues because of siding and roofing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not it's not nice because it's like right now it's it's fine right yeah. but like during class it'll be like uncomfortable and you just like can't sit still but like you know you just get like an eye opening like if i don't do something with my life i'm gonna i'm gonna be stuck with these guys yeah <laughs> and no offense to like other construction workers out there but like 
I just all the respect. Like, yeah, but I don't want to be stuck there all my life, yeah. you know. And I'm saying that I'm not saying that my future job is gonna be any easier, but I just don't want to be in that. In that, yes. And like personally, like if people make bad choices, the only person it affects at, in the long run is gonna be themselves. You know, yeah. you can't you can't tell them what to do because they don't have the same point of view as you. Like I can tell you, don't wear those jeans because your knees are too exposed. You're gonna. <laughs> No promo. You're gonna you're gonna get called weird names because your knees are out, and like you can be like, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. And the end, people only affect themselves. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things that like <clears throat> that like I used to struggle with like judging with, like. For example, I would see someone, some art people, you know, doing something not productive with their life. Mm-hmm. And they mean like, like, like you see all this opportunity yeah. and you don't want to go get it. Like, you're just okay. Like, it, it's just, I guess, I guess it's more like of a mental thing where like, I just don't understand how someone can be okay working like. $14 an hour for the rest of their life. Yeah. That's one thing that I just, I don't understand. Like, 14 hours a day for the rest of your life, living in a small apartment and run down with, like, one couch and doing, like, like that's all you want to do? Living paycheck to paycheck. Living paycheck to paycheck, yes. Yeah. Like, especially you see it with, like, um, or even seeing, even people who don't live like that, but people who have a lot of uh, vices, like, whether that's like I don't know, like women gambling, drinking, yeah. drugs, whatever. Right. And it's like, bro, some of the most confusing stories that I've ever like, not even stories, like people that I've met, are like people that I've met who came here to this country for the sole purpose of working and sending money back to their home and going back. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like there was something along the road. Where they got really sidetracked and it's extremely hard to get him back because it would be like, I asked like, uh, this worker like, oh, he told me he had a daughter, right? And then I, I asked him, so like, where's your daughter? He's like, oh, she's in like so and so in Mexico, but he's been here for like the longest time. And I'm like, and I'll, every time I see him uh, working, he usually comes. His car reeks of <laughs> reeks of weed. It smells crazy. Sometimes he's like, you know, high at work, or, or stuff like that. And, and it's not really that I look down on him, but I'm just, like, questioning, like, you have a whole family in Mexico, and this is, like, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a disconnect where, I, like, I don't understand, <clears throat> like, I hear them, it's the same thing, and it's not like, I've heard this story hundreds of times with the same people where, like, they're like, oh, are we gonna go to, like, the mariachi this weekend? It's like, you're doing the same thing, then I see them asking for money doing this it's like what do you spend your check on i feel like people just got too like comfortable with the ease of making money and like you know maybe in mexico it's harder to get money for things that you want and here like you know they can they can get what they want because they have the money for it and like it's not costing them a fortune so let's say they want a shirt well like 20 40 bucks it doesn't it's like you know how, how are they ever gonna afford a shirt like that in mexico maybe they have to wear like the same shirt every every day and then like wash it like 
yeah. every two days. And then here they get so like comfortable with the money that they're getting that they don't see that maybe they can put it to better use than what they're doing. They're like buying a 24 pack of beer every every day, every weekend. Yeah, dropping money, buying random food. And you get drunk, get hungover, then you don't want to work the next day. There's a, there's a day that you lost to work, you lose money. Well, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm not saying that like you know you have to work Monday through Saturday every single week. You know, sometimes it's okay to take a break from working, but it's some things where like the reason why they miss work is like crazy. Like, y'all, we were out partying. Yeah, we were out partying like crazy, man. We can't show up to work today. Yeah. And then now they're like scrambling to like make their money back. But it's like I feel like a lot of people that I've seen, like at least our people, don't think really about their choices and their future. Um, especially like young people, you'll see them doing like random stupid things. Like, um, for example, recently, a couple months ago, there was, I think, some Mexicans who like shot this kid, right? And they killed him randomly outside of a school. And they and it's not like they were like old men, right? They were like, I mean, probably twenties or I mean, early twenties. And it's like you threw away your life for what? Like, I know they're they haven't lived here like their entire lives. You know, they're probably yeah. like first gens too. And it's like this is really what you're doing? You because he said he doesn't like you or some shit. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, you see things. I mean, there's a whole spectrum. There's people, that's like the far end of the yeah, spectrum. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then there's people who are just unproductive. Yeah. Live with their parents. They're almost 30. They're still living with their parents. And it's like, I feel like when I see that kind of stuff, I don't feel like it does make me want to like, no, like as soon as I make the enough money to get out of my house. You're gone. I'm gone. Yeah. Most yeah. likely. Because I don't, I just... Have seen the examples. I've had so many examples in my life of of all sorts of different people, and it's kind of it's kind of like it's made me reflect on myself and be like, do you want to be like that? Yeah. And it's like, no, I don't want to be like that. No. I want to be better. Mm-hmm. Not saying like I'm better than them, but like I just right. want to do more. Yes. You know, some people are literally. You could. I mean, you know, I said earlier, like I, I don't know how people are comfortable making fourteen dollars an hour or 13 for the rest of their life some people are perfectly comfortable with that you know that's just like a disconnect between like me and like uh i guess people like that not people like that that sounds just crazy (laughs) but you know people who are comfortable with that um but like i mean some people are genuinely comfortable but i feel like some people are it's not that they're comfortable it's just like they don't have the motivation or the drive to achieve anything higher you know yeah so um Talking about uh, achieving, so um, I guess I guess an achievement would be like I guess you know doing good in school. I guess that's uh, mm-hmm. one of the first achievements you get. So um, I mean we got a, a pretty diverse range of uh, academic achievement in this room, <laughs> and and not calling anyone out, but I just have like questions, you know, like for example, I know uh, you saw right. One uh, a complaint that I've heard uh, over the years is like this man's not doing good in school, right? But like, what, like, what is your mindset that like lets you sleep chill and like, like, well, first question, are you like perfectly like okay with that? Like, you don't care? Like, you don't give two flying, two flying flippers about <laughs> about, okay, so, so about hold up, hold up, what, hold up, that's a two part question. Do you not give two flying flippers about like? Uh, schooling or like you don't care about that because that's not what you're gonna do or like 
or like is it kind of I don't know like explain like what no, the no, mentality see, is. Here's the problem because I know who said that. I know who says it. Because no, a lot of people say that. It's, it's, no, it's literally just one person. <laughs> it's literally just one person. And here's the problem with that. When has that person ever said anything good about me? But like, okay, no, you're no, no, okay, no. But here, when I'm doing good in school, she's not gonna be like, yeah, he's doing so good. He's doing perfect. He has good grades. That's never gonna happen realistically. Yeah. So she can know when I'm doing bad. But right now, she doesn't have access to my grades. So I can be doing good, and she wouldn't know. She just sees that I go to work, get home, and I go to my room, and that's it. My question for you is though, is that what you want? What what? You want her to be like, ah, you doing so good. No, but that's just the the realistic part. And but like, just, but like, like is that general. really the reason why you like, like academically you just like, you know, I guess you're not super hard pressed about it. No, because I know what I can accomplish and what I can get done in a certain amount of time. So what is that? How does that translate to school? To school, yeah. I know that, like, let's say if I have a uh, due date, um, you know, I know that if I know how to do it, then it'll be easier to accomplish. If not, then, you know, I know that I have people that can help me figure things out. And, like, I feel like it's easier to manage time when you know, like, your due date and how much stuff you have to get done in order to finish on time and not have, like, any points deducted for late work. So you're more strategic with your school? In a way. To pass? Like, okay, my this is more, more my question. Like, would you say you get a lot of A's? No. B's? A lot of B's? Or a lot of C's? Like, what, what, what do you say is, like, your typical, like... I just shoot for passing grades. Okay, so D's? No, like, obviously not a D. Like, a, C, a C would be nice. But, like, let's say... If I know that I'm doing good in one class, but let's say, if I, if, let's say if I'm really struggling in one class, I want to get to at least a D, but, and then if I'm doing good in the rest of my class, like, it's like, like C plus, B plus, then I want to try and get that grade in the other class that I'm doing bad in up so it can like, you know, go with the rest of the grades. So like... I'm saying a lot of so like, but so you so I, okay. Stop me where I'm like wrong, but so you're strategize the way you do your work, so you have time to do other things, like because you know if like you wanted to achieve like a higher grade, you'd have to put in more time. Is that kind of the thing? So it's kind of strategic because you have a lot of time to do other things, whether that's like I don't know, maybe work now or like just chilling. Yeah, because I feel like. In order to get in school, you also have to get, have a, like a good mindset and think about other things but school, because you don't want to go to sleep and then the last thing you're thinking about is school. At least personally, I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> hey, okay, so okay, okay, so we're back. Uh, Legend just left the building. So, give your two cents about like whatever you were feeling, because I saw some facial expressions as you heard those words. Yeah, I think my view of school is very different, but obviously I have very different goals. Like, to reach what I want to reach and where I want to be, I have to have pretty, I wouldn't say stellar, but I mean good grades. So I tend to beat myself up over a B. I 
shoot for A's as far as I can, and I think I put more time into school than anything else, just because it's very important to me and to where I want to be in life and where I want to get in life. Um, obviously, I want to be in the medical field, so it's um, you have to do a lot better academically. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like it's just where, again, values lie and knowing where you want to go and where you want to be and putting in the work for that. So I feel like, <laughs> I mean, when he said not thinking about school before you sleep, we looked at each other and smiled because a lot of the time it is what you think about. You're like, oh shit, I have to do this by tomorrow or like I have to put work into this so it doesn't pile up on me, you know? Um, to, like, be able to get the A's yeah, I'm not and maintain that, like, a high GPA, you know? So. Yeah, and I'm not saying, like, I don't go to s sleep thinking about school. Like, yeah, before I go to sleep, I think about school, but then, like, the last thing I think about is, like, damn, I wish I could have some, like, waffles or something for breakfast the next morning or some <laughs> shit. But, like, you know, you try to, like, at least I try to keep it, like, not thinking about school before I go to sleep because, you know, you want to sleep well and then in the morning be like all right this is what i'm gonna have to do for school during school and then after school so that you know maybe i can have a couple hours to relax like after work or um just if you don't have work that day you can usually the days that i don't have work i try to just do school right away so that i can just chill the rest of the day and then worry about school the next day if i do have work and at least for me, for work, it was like a big like eye-opening moment because like I was like, damn, I need to stop goofing off during class <laughs> or like pay more attention so that I can do, use like my work time wisely and then not have as much to do after school. <laughs> so hold up, what I'm hearing is you just <laughs> admitted that you need you didn't pay attention and you goofed off in class. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. For some for some classes, I can goof off and completely like pass. Like history, it's it's pretty easy to me, you know. But like one two classes that I wouldn't be able to goof off in is chemistry and, and algebra. Because and chemistry, we're like constantly taking notes. And I'm like, damn. And this, like, I don't. I don't. I got a B in like freshman year in the chemistry class. See, I got a B. If I got a B, if I got a B in chemistry, I'd I'd be the happiest person in the world. And I was mad about that. And you see, so like you both. And it's you, college chem as a junior. You see, you but both of you guys are like academically above me. Let's just keep it like you know. Keep it one hundred. <laughs> keep it one hundred. <laughs> both of you guys are like higher than me academically. To, like, you know, you beating yourself up a war of B, I would be like, damn, I got a B, let's go. B is for beautiful. B is for beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. Damn. But, like, yeah, if I if I had, like, a B average, I'd be, I'd be doing pretty good. B average, that's pretty good, yeah. Um, dang, school is so... But, obviously, it just goes to, like, you know, because you want to do something <laughs> where you have to have a good academic record. Yeah. You do too. So, okay, so continuing about school, right? Do you feel like school teaches you un unnecessary things? Yes. A lot of unnecessary 100%. things. And if so, what what do you think the schooling, at least like public schools or I mean colleges, whatever, should change? Like, or they should they could <clears throat> do better. I mean, 
I think at least in lower grade levels, like when you're in high school, middle school, they kind of have to generally teach because you have no idea what the kids in your class are going to be when they go to college or what they're going to be when they go to be in the profession they want to be in, the career they want to be, you know? So I feel like it's a more general because if you're learning chemistry and you're going into the medical, you, the medical field, you're obviously going to need it a lot more than someone who's going in like a business field or psychology field, you know? Um, and you're going to need biology a lot more going into like medicine or like human anatomy. But these people aren't. But it's knowing that the people around you might need it, but you don't. But it's still good to know. The more you know, the more, the better it is, you know? So, I, I guess. That's just my way. <laughs> that's my way of thinking of like learning about unnecessary things. Like, obviously, on the surface, it might seem unnecessary, but it's good to know a little bit of everything. Do you guys, do you guys agree that sometimes school is mostly what you retain in like memory wise than what you're actually learning? Because, you know, you have so many different classes that you're taking that, you know, sometimes other things stick more than others. And then the things that you're learning are just based off of, like, what you remember. Definitely. Like, my <clears throat> college human biology of civil, civic, civic and ethics, it was a lot of memorization. Like, this means this. This is how this relates to this. And I just had to keep memorizing. So, I mean, yeah, it's a lot of memorization. Definitely is. I mean, that's at least what, like, it, the questions are the kind of questions that most of the classes present encourage you to memorize. Like, if you have a huge multiple choice test, right, about, like, history, you're encouraged to memorize and not really understand. But then... You have the other side where like you'll have like written questions and stuff yeah. and those are not about memorizing those are about understanding and that's like the thing like i feel like i think like schools just have like a hard time balancing the difference between retaining important information and really understanding and it's like i don't know like would you rather have it that school be about like understanding concepts or retaining information you know like would you rather have them ask you like 50 questions about specific events during world war ii or understand like the factors that led up to it and writing about it because most of those questions are not yeah. not multiple choice you know yeah i mean yeah but definitely school does encourage a lot of memorization which is yeah. not really learning in my opinion i feel like a lot of learning is kind of real learning to me is when i'm able to connect that to something in real life yeah that's 100% how it is. Like, right now in my accounting class, um, our professor uh, explained how, like, we can read a company's balance sheets, balance sheets, uh, income statements, and whatever, these, like, shareholders, whatever. We can read them and interpret them now and understand how that, like, affects stock price and how we're able to analyze the company and analyze if it's doing good financially or not. So that's something like real life application. Right. We'll ask him questions and he'll explain like about different kinds of investing. He's talking about investing. He's not even talking about accounting. You know, it's like right. that's that's a lot like learning because it's something tangible that you could realistically do. Not like learning about 
flipping microbiology and when am I ever gonna go touch a microbe under a microscope, <laughs> you know? It's kinda stuff like that. Um change the light a little bit. But um yeah, I feel like a lot of learning is just uh a lot of retaining information. Yeah. Alright. Now I got now a fun question. Had a lot of random conversations. You realize this all stemmed from one question. One question. Like, it just spiraled this all. Okay, so if you could live anywhere in the world, you don't have to name maybe like maybe a specific location, but kind of like. What what does what your uh, dream habitat consist of? <laughs> <laughs> like realistically, or just a dream? Ew, dream. I don't. Know. Hey, man. What's what? What's a dream? What's realistic? Isn't it kind of the same thing? Well, for me, I don't think I'd ever move out of where my family is. At least to build a family, like I want my children to be close to their grandparents, just like I was. I want them to be surrounded by. As many cousins as I can. Um, so I think maybe I'll move out for like college and stuff. But my dream and what that looks like is being close to the people I love. Um, and bringing my children up the way we were. Because I think that was a very nice way to be brought up, you know. Um, so I think my dream would be here. Surrounded by family. Realistically. Realistically? You know? Yeah. So, like, you don't really have a specific kind of requirement of, like, I guess you pretty much said it all. Where we're located right now is yeah. where you would yeah. like to live. <laughs> I was about to drop the name, but I was like, oh, pause. Yeah, what about uh, you, Sue? Me, personally, um, maybe yeah, kind of, like, the same, but, like, you know, have, like, a family here, but for, like, most of your life, maybe... Maybe not certainly like live somewhere specific, like too far away from home. But I know with my job, I'll probably have to like you know move around a lot. Mm -hmm. But like when I'm retired, I'd like to maybe find a house here in Minnesota that has like you know some land. And, you know, not too like far away from home, but like you know drivable distance to like come see like family and stuff. But I still want to have like some land to maybe have like horses, cows, some chickens. <laughs> If we're thinking of like dream house, my dream has always been living next to water. So lake, living next to lake here in Minnesota would be nice. Um, yeah, and then like a good size house, you know, for a family to live comfortably in. Like, you know, a big house. A big house. Yeah. I mean, a, a big house, but maybe not necessarily like having like a big house, but as long as it looks nice and like the inside is spacious enough for like nobody's bumping heads or anything. No like yeah. I don't know, like personally in my house the the living room is like also the diner. Like dining room personally and then like the kitchen is like literally right behind the living room. <laughs> I, like, personally, I don't want to have that in my house because I feel like it's too enclosed. Mm -hmm. I'd like to have, like, you know, the living room and then maybe the next door is going to be, like, you know, not, like, okay, having the living room and the dining room close together, 
would be would be fine. Uh-huh. But then like having like the kitchen and like another area because I like to I like to cook and like make food. So obviously I want to have like a pretty decent sized kitchen that I can move around in, have a bunch of like space. But one th- the one big thing that I do want is like a lot of land, have like my own stuff. A lot of land. Do your own thing. Privacy. Have pets, you know, more than one pet. Because, you know, like, in apartments, you can only have, like, a dog and, like, a goldfish (laughs) or something like that. A cat. And, like, you can't have more than, like, two pets. I'd like to have, like... So you said you wanted to have a lot of land, stay near home. Not, like, near home, but, like, you know... I mean, in the same state. Still in the same state, but, like... Even before I get to that point, I want to do, like, a lot of traveling, you know? Get to see, like, other places. Get to, like, experience different things. Like, I don't know why I want to go to Alaska and, like... My question is, I hear a lot of people say, like, I want to travel. I want to travel, right? But, like, why can't you travel, like, throughout your whole life? Because sometimes, you know, during your whole life, you're going to have, like, responsibilities that you're not always going to be like, Oh, damn, I'm going to just buy a plane ticket and go here. But, like, I feel like if you travel too much, it's less rewarding than when you're like, damn, I worked hard for this ticket, you know? And then you go, and you're like, wow, this is beautiful. Instead of, like, going, wow, this is beautiful, like, every month or, like, every week, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's like eating the same thing for too long. Unless you really like it, you know, you're never going to get tired of it. But, like, maybe (laughs) maybe even eventually you're going to be like, damn, this is nasty. It's nasty, dang, it's nasty. Yeah. Like, I know some kid who, who just as a child, he ate so much, like, sauces that he just doesn't like sauces anymore. Like, the only thing he likes is, like, ketchup. And sometimes he doesn't even like ketchup. Too much sauce, man. I like ketchup. Yeah, ketchup. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Um, so, my dream place. <laughs> okay, I think I would probably end up I don't know. I might. I don't know. If, is it like ha, have more <laughs> than one place? I want a beach house. Like, of course, I want to stay here for the same exact yeah. reasons that you yeah. said for um, my children to grow up near their cousins. You know. Yeah. You don't want to be that kind of cousin that only come. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Usually, it's out of their control. But I would like for them to not only see their cousins like once a year, yeah. and, like really often. <laughs> Um, I don't really have a specific requirement with living by a lake because it's not like I'm going to swim in it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, lakes are cool and all, but like, I don't know. Yeah. That, I think it would just be one place here and have some place and a place that is always near 70 degrees or slightly higher, or slightly lower. <laughs> Pretty sunny, but not crazy sunny to the point where I'm cooking. And yeah, near uh, near the ocean. Yeah, I and feel like I feel like there's only one place that's really like that, and that's <laughs> like Cancun. But I mean, I don't know. It's just like I was really inspired last time I was there with you, which is a crazy story we have for yeah. I guess maybe another day. Um, but just seeing the the little pools beside the ocean. And seeing, like, like natural... Oh, well, partly natural pools, right? Yeah. And seeing crabs walking around and in and out of the crevices and 
seeing the plants sway and the water crashing and it, and the water was pretty wild. Yeah. But it just made me like think like this is really probably really dangerous, but like I could really go into my backyard someday and go poking in those rocks <laughs> and see what I can find, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could I could get bit by something. Backyard shark. Ah, oh, shoot. That's crazy. But like, you know, it's just like little exploration like that. Little enjoyment. Um, being able to like go in the sand where the sand doesn't even get hot because mm -hmm. it's not sand. It's like coral. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like seeing all these random wild animals, monkeys. and I mean, I'm not too stoked on seeing like alligators and stuff, but like. You know, just seeing all that, like, wildlife, and, you know, it's a very chill vibe over there. And being able to have a house with, like, Deha on it, you know? I don't know if you guys know what Deha is, but Deha, I, I don't know, ever since I saw, like, you see a lot of houses like that in Mexico, and maybe, like, they don't really appreciate it that much, because, you know, it's so common to them, but, like, yeah, here they don't have any houses really like that. Just kind of having a place like that. I mean, Obviously, I could just go to like a hotel and stuff, but like I wouldn't be able to poke around in rocks, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the tide pools, the yeah. And the tide pools that's what they call the tide pools, yeah. That'd be one of my dreams. Like, I used to say, like, oh, my dream is to live in like Prague or something, yeah. But then when I really thought about it, I was like, I wouldn't like to live there. It's like 12 hour time difference, it is. Yeah. No one in my family lives there. It's just like, it's not really. And even if nobody lives there, the time is going to be way different there than here. Like, you could call me up and it's like afternoon for you. And I'll be like, waking up or something. Yeah, exactly. I'll be like, what do you want? In the middle. Of the <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, and it's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't want to go too far. But at the same time, like, I want to have the, well, I'm not, I don't want to have, I'm work. I'm working hard to have the, the mobility to, not necessarily be out all the time, like every week or every month, but like often enough to like where I don't feel like, man, I'm not exploring the world, you know? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go everywhere. Like, I don't want to go to like Greenland or something, you know? But <laughs> Iceland. But you know, there's a lot of, the world is in a, it's a huge place. Yeah. Enormous. And there's a lot of beauty in the world that, you know? The Lord put on this world and a lot to explore and a lot to see and even stuff that isn't natural like even man-made things are crazy what I've seen like certain cities and monuments and certain things like pyramids I used to hate on pyramids <laughs> I mean I'm, rec I'm still recovering I'm a recovering pyramid hater because you know when I was a kid I hated going to I hated going to like pyramids in like mexico the aztec pyramids because i thought it was so boring but then when you realize <laughs> that like a man men well more specifically slaves made them yeah and constructed them like people like us i don't think we're slaves but like you know constructed that that is kind of cool seeing cool With things no like that equipment. no power equipment crazy yeah. I don't know, seeing cool things around the world. I want to go to the Great Barrier Reef because I love reefs. I love... Yeah. I've, it's not like I've been to, like, the biggest reef in the world, but, I mean, I've seen, like, my handful of fish and <laughs> stuff in the water, and it's like, I want to go to a big one and stuff like that. I want to be mobile. Yeah. 
not always in the mood, but like able to be like, hey, you know what? Next one, we're gonna go here for like a week. You know, there's like a like a beach, you know, but like you know, here in Minnesota we call it lakes beaches. That's like it's black sand. I forgot what it's called, but it's like up. I think it's, I forgot where. But it's, it's is it in Duluth? I feel black like there's more than one, isn't there? Duluth. There's Actually, I I really like Duluth beach. because it reminds me a lot of the ocean. Yeah, because it's Lake Superior. Lake Superior. It's huge. It the is. lighthouse. I love the ocean. I remember when. <laughs> <laughs> when I, when I I would mess with you and push you and pull you back. <laughs> I would traumatize you. Let's talk about that before we before we end it off. Did I ever genuinely traumatize you as a kid? <laughs> no. Do you, do you think, okay, here's a bigger question. Do you think as a kid you were a wuss? Just, just to the, just to the dark, just to the dark. Dark. Oh, and, and rides, and rides. And rides, yeah. <laughs> Bro, we're gonna be at Nickelodeon Universe's man. <laughs> no, you know, this is, this is how, like, bad it got. My, my birthday one year was held at Nickelodeon, and I didn't even get to choose that. And then I was just walking around, I was like, damn. Yeah, you guys want to go on the roller coasters? No, I want to go to the SpongeBob Bouncy House. <laughs> no, I don't want to go to no roller coasters. Why? Why were you so scared of that stuff? I don't know. I just felt like I was small and I was just gonna like slip out or something <laughs> and just like die. You said you were gonna slip out and die. You say your mind was too creative with it. I guess. And then, like I remember, like one of the first rides was like the brain surge. I don't even know if they have it still. Yeah, and, they do. And you, you were controlling it, <laughs> and it was my birthday. And you wouldn't let me control it. You would just like spin it the whole time. Like, ah! Cause you didn't want to spin it. That was so lame. Well, I was just like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I started going crazy on the. And then, like the very first roller coaster that you took me on was. The the SpongeBob one, the Rock Bod, is that the yeah. first one we went on? Yeah, and it that had was the, our first time at Nickelodeon. Yeah, and going on a roller coaster, and it was the one that had the loopy loop. I remember when the loopy loop came out. I thought I was, I I almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. <laughs> like, but, and then it goes like it's like. Ah! <laughs> but I'm thankful for that because now, like you know, things were like Valley Fair and stuff. Like I like going like every single ride, like even like the scariest mm -hmm. one. They're just they're just fun to go on. Man. It wasn't more like trauma, but it was more like getting over like fears that I had. <laughs> so I didn't traumatize you. I helped you conquer fears. Yeah, pretty much. Like I don't, I, I don't, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't learn how to ride a bike properly until like sixth grade, because I didn't have anybody to teach me how to ride a bike. I think the way that I learned how to ride a bike was my uncle literally pushed me down the, the driveway, and I had no <laughs> option. I either learned or I would fall over. It's funny. My brother actually talked to me. He's like. I asked him if he knew how to bike with the two wheels. He's like, no. He's like, I don't know how. I'm like, literally just bike. He's like, but I don't know how. I'm like, you think it's so scary? He's like, you want to know the way that I learned? He's like, I need. He said, I need a helmet. I need pads. I was like, I learned, but I, I probably only hit a helmet at most. Just mm -hmm. getting pushed down a random like tar, rocky tar, driveway into the street, which was also not smart. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Bruh, and I hated I mean. not knowing how to ride a bike because 
I'd go to your house, your old house. You'd be riding your bike, and like the other or the thing. Oh, that had that's wheels. why you were always on the scooter. Yeah, because I don't know how to ride a bike without training wheels, and I was like, damn. <laughs> and like, can't do much about it because six grand came around. And I'm like, I live so close to the middle school, and like, I had a bike. I got a bike, and I was like, damn. I didn't learn how to ride a bike till I was eight, and Pia showed me how. I don't even know how I learned how to ride I a felt bike. So many I, I, that was the, that's the only memory I have. I just remember getting pushed. <laughs> I fell so many times. I the one the longest bike ride I did was when I didn't even know how to ride a bike. I biked to the middle school that I was going to, and I fell so many times on the way there, and it was embarrassing. I went over like the tiniest curve. Ugh, I was like, God <laughs> damn. <laughs> And by the time the time I got back from the middle of school, <laughs> hey, bro, why do you? Your vocabulary kills me. Oh damn! Yo, you said goddamn, chill, bro. You just said, fell damn. over a crack. That's so funny. No, because it's 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 like darn. <laughs> Gosh fell, dang it! You just no, fell over it's like, darn. It's, okay. <laughs> Cause it's frustrating, bro. Cause you see other people like riding bikes, and you're without like training wheels. They're riding bikes. They're riding like standing up. They're riding no hands, one hand, and you're like, I am over here struggling to just like pedal twenty feet in a straight line, and you know eventually it happened, you know. But like, you fall, you get up, you learn. Like I know there's been many times where your mom's like. We get like we have like fights between us, and she's like, "You guys have to hug." Like when we were <laughs> little, like I remember one time I was sitting on your, on the stairs, like all the way at the top, and I was playing on my phone on like the iPhone four. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what game I was. Fat charger. Had <laughs> <laughs> the the long charger. And you come up behind me, and all I see is, uh, and you start <laughs> running, and all I would feel is the. And then I hear your footsteps, and you're like, <laughs> and, you're like to and you were like going up the stairs, and I grab your leg. And you're like, stop, stop. <laughs> and you like kick me, and then you like run to your mom's room, and then you like we're on like on the ground, and I'm trying to get my phone, and she like comes up and she starts like yelling, "Why are you guys fighting?" Oh. <laughs> He's like, and I'm like, because he took my phone. He's like, because I'm on a player, blah blah blah. And she's like, you guys are cousins. You can't be fighting like that. Say sorry. And we're like, sorry. And you're like, you guys have to hug each other. And we're just like... It's awkward. It's ugly. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, I don't want to hug you. <laughs> I, 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 I boom ganged your phone. <laughs> but I, I clearly I wasn't quick enough. How did I run up the stairs if you said you were at the top? I was like towards like the middle. Okay. And like, so I took like two steps and you caught me instantly? You almost made it. You were like at the top step. I said... Ugh. But, like, it, my hand slipped, and then you started running, and then we were, like, on the floor for, like, a good... Pause! <laughs> Yo! Okay. Or like, or like, when we went to Mexico, we, we fought over Legos, and then eventually, you know, we were like, damn, we gotta... This is boring, because we're, like, the only two cousins that are, like, in the same house, <laughs> so we gotta, we gotta figure out a way... To be bros again. We can't just be... <laughs> Reconcile. <laughs> yeah. Like... Fine. I'm sorry. You're like... 
sorry too. Let's go play. That's how it went. That's basically how to go because you're like, damn, you're just gonna be mad at me over some Legos, and then you just want to say sorry. But you know, at the end, it always turned out good. You know, we always end up playing with Legos or something together. Playing with Steve. <laughs> Minecraft, Steve. Minecraft Steve. Yes, sir. Like I That's... remember, we'd always get in trouble for saying idiot or stupid. And like we get like in mad trouble. I'm not gonna lie, idiot is kind of like wild. <laughs> idiot, like oh <laughs> man, too. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> man, if you just like a... like stupid, it's like that's stupid. Whatever, that's not that bad. You know what was stupid one time? Remember when I when I let it rip in the back of our other cousin's bag <laughs> because you guys wouldn't let me see how you were playing with the Beyblades, and then I got spanked with a foam sandal. <laughs> The what? With a foam chancra. You know what's funny too? My mom thought that she was like spanking me mad hard, but <laughs> I just I sat there and faked it because I wasn't trying to get spanked. <laughs> imagine, imagine oh, me, God. imagine getting spanked with something like this. You know, it's like straight foam, and they're like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right. All right. On that note, we'll end it there. Comment down, foam chancla <laughs> if you watch the whole thing. Nah, comment what you've been spanked with. <laughs> yeah, Pause. comment what you've been spanked Pause. Your host, Jesse. Alex. So, that's a good one. Great. Technically, second episode, but first one for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's a long one and a good one. Ha, ha, ha.